This week on Erotic Awakening... Questions and Answers, Part 3. Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. So, not a whole lot going on in our life right now from a kinky front. Right, not from a kinky front. We've got some camping going on, some family stuff going on. I guess it's just that kind time of year right now. And although mm-hmm. there are events going on and a few things we were invited to, we are uh, slowing down a little bit. And that's a very relative term for us. <laughs> yeah, that's a relative term. We still have two events coming up in the month of June and mm-hmm. I think two more in July and then mm-hmm. at least one in August. I'm not exactly sure. I kind of lose my mind when I think that far out. Yeah. And it's funny to think that two events per month, which is two ev- two weekends... Every other weekend is slowing mm-hmm. down for us, so that's yeah. interesting. But, but at least this time, they're kind of local, so we don't have any heavy traveling coming up until about August. This, on this week's show, we're going to be doing questions and answers, though, mm-hmm. so we have plenty to talk about from a perspective of the meat of the show. Yes. Before we get into that, I have questions for you. Oh, no. <laughs> I was looking at your FetLife profile, Uh-oh. and I've noticed some of the things that you're into, and I thought maybe you'd like to comment on some of those. Oh, God. For example, you're going to make me blush, aren't you? <laughs> it's not a video cast, no one will notice. Uh, some of the stuff you're into, I think some of our listeners can say, oh, yeah, I like those too. And that's not so wild. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, we have blindfolds. Mm-hmm. See, that's not big. Some no, people, that's, you can get that in your basic lover's. You know, play kit, a nice little soft blindfold. That's not such a big deal. Okay. Uh, talking dirty. We know you like talking dirty. <laughs> yes, I like talking dirty and being talked to very, very dirty. And. Uh oh. Then we get into stuff, not kind of medium sort of stuff. I see okay. that you're into masturbation. <laughs> yes, watching and doing and <laughs> anything to do with it. And you're into hair pulling. <gasps> yes. That's that whole mastery, submissiveness. It just does it for me. Collar and leash. Oh. You know, I had someone say recently that the first time they saw someone in a collar and on a leash, they thought it was silly. And I must say that the first BDSM experience I ever had was a um, wedding reception. And it was a leather wedding reception, and it was an MS couple that was getting married the next day, mm-hmm. and they were dressed all in leather, and he had her kneeling at his feet in a, in a collar and a leash. That was my first experience seeing it, and the way they looked at each other, I knew that's what I wanted, and it still does it for me. It's that whole powerlessness. So what is this fisting thing? Is that- <laughs> he jumped right into something major. <laughs> Is, is that where is that like punching or something where somebody puts their fist in? Okay, I like punching too, but that's not what fisting is. So, fisting is actually being fucked with a fist. And yes, I enjoy the hell out of it when I can find somebody that can do it. 
It's very interesting that uh, I happen to have an injury to my hand, yes. which prevents me from oh. partaking in fisting. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's be clear about that. Not <laughs> doing the fisting. Doing the fisting. And, and um, you know, for listeners who might be confused and saying, wait, well, hey, boys can't be fisted. Oh, hell yeah, they yeah, can. Yeah, and we've seen it. <laughs> yeah, we were very uh, fortunate we were invited to fortunate being a relative term, invited to a house party some time ago, mm-hmm. and uh, we saw a mistress fisting, anal fisting, right. her boy. As I was leaned over the spanking bench, and you were spanking me and talking dirty into my ear, and we, I was watching. And <laughs> Do you remember the name of the product that the mistress used? Oh, <laughs> It was butt butter. It was butt butter, and that was right on the side of it, and that was the actual name of it. Mm-hmm. Now, my well, my first experience with fisting was with you, and it was just absolutely amazing. And the whole experience of it took some time, and you know, just the whole experience of of one finger and then two fingers, and then it, it took a while to get there, but. And then you threw me right into a demo with Deb Addington where it was done in front of like 40 people. And I've got pictures. You do indeed. <laughs> do you think it's at all unusual that things on your profile like anal sex, um, mm. nipple torture, um, mutual masturbation, <laughs> and then you also have like sacred sexuality? Mm-hmm. All of that is... I do all of that in a kinky but sacred way. So, you know, to me that still all falls under sacred sexuality. Plus I like sacred touch. Plus I like the connection with the other person. So to me it all falls under that category. If you would like to find out more about what Dawn's into, (laughs) and maybe we'll turn the tables next week and we can talk about what I'm into after I've fixed my FetLife profile. (laughs) You can find out what we are into in a variety of ways. You can Mm -hmm. contact us via our email address at Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or you can use the got comment form on our website at eroticawakening.com. We are on Facebook as Erotic Awakening. All one word. And our voicemail is 206-309-0054. On Twitter, we're Dan and Dawn. And on FetLife, we are Erotic Awakening, two words. And that's where you'll find those profiles and find all of our dirty and dark secrets, <laughs> which we happen to share on the podcast rather regularly, making them neither... Uh, well, they're still dirty and... They're yes. still dirty, but I don't <laughs> Just know how... Just not secrets. I don't know. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. So this week's show, we are doing the question and answer thing, Mm -hmm. normally a pretty popular one for uh, our listeners. And the way this works, if you haven't listened to a question and answer show before, we've got a variety of questions that came in from uh, listeners, actually, and they came Mm -hmm. in via... Uh, a lot of times uh, Twitter and FetLife are the most popular ones, but I think we got one via the comment form and via the email as well. And from the questions that came in, we picked some out, and we're going to read those for you. And one of us will read it, and one of us will answer it. We have about a minute timer that will go through. And what does the timer sound like? The timer sound is this one. <laughs> And if anyone knows where that's from, you should write us and say, ooh, I recognize that one. (laughs) And I'm sure many of our listeners know where that one's from. I don't know. We may be the only kinky and geeky ones. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> regardless of the fact we did a, a podcast episode <laughs> about 20 episodes ago saying kinky and geeky is one of the most popular fit life groups yes. so no <laughs> so um we will ask a question okay try and answer it or at least discuss it mm-hmm. and the timer will go off and then we'll move right on to the next question uh-huh <laughs> probably that's the goal anyway that's, that's the, the goal idea. but we never do so, Don, I will start off and ask you this question as I press the starter on the timer. The first question we're going to ask today is, are you born or made kinky? Oh, I've had this question asked before, and I don't know that I really have an answer. So, I mean, I was thinking about it before, and part of me thinks that some people are just wired to do, quote, weird things like this, and some aren't. And the more I think about it, it's like some of us are willing to embrace things like this, and some of us aren't. So whether we're born this way, mm, some people tell you yes. Really interesting. Not too long ago, we were interviewing Beric and Shiva, mm-hmm. and they had just come back from jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> Now, granted, they had parachutes on, but to me, still a crazy Perfectly idea. Perfectly good airplane, yeah. But a really interesting, Beric and Shiva and Dan and Don, both, we pretty much, we enjoy the same circles. We run around mm-hmm. with the same kinky people. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're also presenters as well as they are. So, but we don't like jumping out of airplanes. Well, I don't know if I do or not yet. That's still on my, <laughs> my little goal list of of. Maybe trying. <laughs> okay, I sure as hell don't like jumping out of airplanes. <laughs> and my upbringing and Barrack's upbringing couldn't be more different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons that we get along and we're such good friends is because we are very different. Mm-hmm. So we have different perspectives on things. So it makes me think we're... You know, how do you, how do you know then? If, you know, why are we both kinky then, right? And I don't have a clue. You know, so were we born that way? You know, did something in our life point us to being kinky, but we're very different in other ways? Very hard one. It is. It is a very hard one. And you can look at different things, you know. Uh, Is it the way you were raised? Is it um, a personality disposition? Is it a personality disposition that you have to have, be brave enough to walk through what society thinks you know are you a rebel are you a there's so many <laughs> so we're gonna have to call this at. the questions and more questions episode because yes. Uh, yes and waffling <laughs> avoiding the answer because we ain't got an answer on that know. one yeah if anyone does have an answer and i'm curious what other people think if you have an answer are you born or made kinky call into the voicemail and we'll just play it on next week's show 206-309-0054 that might be fun i think it would be a lot of fun let's go on to the next question okay Oh, I'm asking it? (laughs) As you stare blankly at me. (laughs) I'm waiting for the question. Are you ready? Timer's going. Okay. Why is consent so fucking important? It's really interesting when you think about BDSM activities and swinging and all that kind of stuff, even to an an extent polyamory. Mm -hmm. It's very important that everybody's on the same page. You know, if you are going out with... Marty. Right. And I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. That's called cheating. Cheating. Yes. So that's not a consensual activity. Exactly. If I tie you up and I shove a dildo in your mouth (laughs) and I shove another one in your ass and I shove my fist up your cooch, 
Wow. <laughs> I and, know what we're doing later. <laughs> and what, you know, and we haven't had that conversation about, you know, it would turn me on and had some feedback and negotiation, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. It's it that kind of activity, as much as we smile and giggle about it and you enjoy the idea, you know, that could also be a very abusive situation as well. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, people will ask us about consent and we know the person that asked this question, so they must have been being asked about it as well, mm-hmm. so by different people. You know, that's what makes uh, being kinky and BDSM and all of that, that's what makes it okay. And empowering. Very empowering and healing. You know, I can tell people that this environment has actually been very healing for me because I can say yes I can say no. I can look at who I am. I can express that. When there's negotiations, I can say, don't do this. Do do this. This is allowed. Here's a big parameter. And in that, I don't have to worry about being taken advantage of. And taking taking advantage of somebody, to me, that's where the abuse line is. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I have consent, the fact that I'm giving consent, is just very powerful. And, you know, we talked about last week's show on sadism, mm-hmm. another very important aspect of that consent, right? I can recall seeing someone in the hallway of an event we were at where they were doing something to the person and the person they were doing it to was, oh, no, please stop. Don't do this. You know, there was mm-hmm. this implied consent. There was this consent thing that was built beforehand. Right. Now, we have a, a follow-up question to that. Okay. And the timer went off quite some time ago. I so know, let's move but... to the follow-up question. Okay, follow-up. The follow-up question is, what is consensual non-consent? Oh, see, and I love this phrase. And now the first time I heard of those specific words were with Barak and Sheba. But um, the concept I've had for a while, and I love this, you and I have a trust-built relationship. We've designed this. This is, you know, what we've created. And within this, I've given you blanket consent. So there are a couple of hard limits that I don't think you would ever push anyway. You know, there's like three. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, you're allowed to do with me whatever you want to. That's the power I've given you. So that's blanket blanket consent or consensual non-consent. When we interviewed Flag some time ago, I was a little taken aback by some of the stuff that he talked about with mind fucks, with erotic Mm -hmm. hypnotism and that kind of stuff. And I said... You know, are you, do you feel like you're pushing the submissive or that slave a little bit too far? And uh, that's what he would talk about. He would talk about that, that consensual non-consent or that blanket consent. That the right. point that you said that you're my slave. Right. You know, and do with me whatever you want is the, you know, that is that consent to do whatever you want. Right. And just remember that this is with somebody that you trust. This is someone that you've gotten to know or is known or whatever. You know, I've got... Um, Let's say I'm setting up a scene mm-hmm. with somebody, you know, and it's just going to be a scene. I may actually put parameters around it, and I bet Crystal does the same thing with this. Puts parameters around it. Okay, here's my hard limits. Here's what I like. Um, here's some some parameters, but let's play with the sandbox inside. Mm-hmm. So there's like blanket consent over inside those parameters for the scene. So that's how you can use that as well. Absolutely. So creativity on the spot. (laughs) Creativity within your erotic sex life is good. Yes. 
Your turn. Okay. Um, could you go back to living without MS or DS in your life? Let me start the timer. See, that's a really interesting one to me because, I, you know, I think about some of the stuff that we have done mm-hmm. and suddenly we stop doing. And I know this is going to be a silly example, but think about World of Warcraft. Okay. You and I used to be hardcore World of Warcraft players. Not not, not hardcore. Yeah, not like some people we know. Um, Michelle Bellinger, she's got level 70s all over right, the place. And, right. and maybe it's even higher than that now. I don't, I, we haven't played for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, but we would dedicate a lot of time to it. And then one day I was done. Right. And I never looked back. I never was really concerned about being done. And it doesn't, don't even miss it. Mm-hmm. So I wonder sometimes if there's a day that I'll come and I'll just be done. Now, my experience so far has been that in the face of the different changes in my life, I haven't been done. Right. I'm a big fan, though. Never say I may be capable or I'm never capable or anything. Mm-hmm. I can't really visualize it right now. We have this beautiful house meta going. Mm-hmm. You and I have a beautiful MS-based relationship. We've just moving along well with our with Slave Gem, and in the community as well. And part of who I am in the community is is MS is master. Right. So it it's hard for me to conceptualize not being there right but i also recognize in myself that as we've talked about before blink Mm -hmm. of an eye Mm -hmm. you know i may well find that tomorrow i want to try being a celibate monk for a couple years Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know you've talked about that before crazy sounding to me right now but i don't know i expect to wake up one morning and you've shaved off that beautiful hair (laughs) <laughs> Much to the chagrin of, well, I tell you what, I will keep it for you. I will put it in a plastic bag and stick it in the Aww. freezer, and you can take it out and fondle it on days <laughs> when you miss me. So now for me, I can remember um, years back at one of our, um, what was that, the Ohio DS forum that we used to run. And I can remember sitting in the floor and someone asking the same question. So that would have been about, God, seven years ago. And um, some people were like, yeah, maybe, you know, I think it's who I am. And it came around to me, and I just sat there almost crying. And someone looked at me that knew me very well and said, you couldn't do it, could you? And I'm like, you know, MS is a big part of me. And especially then, it was a big part of me. It was absolutely part of my healing path. And um, even now, you know, I still find that when we are getting really busy and we don't have time for our rituals and stuff, that I crave it. So I don't know that it'll ever not be part of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, I can't conceptualize that right now. So it is just a big piece of who I am. And being submissive and then slave took me a long time to be okay with. Mm-hmm. It took a lot of processing. It took a lot of me giving me permission. You know, it took a lot of growth for me to get to that point to where I could accept that that's who I am. And that is where I find a lot of my empowerment, mm-hmm. which is hard to describe. But then again, like you said, there may come a day, you know. It's it's interesting to me that we both have relationships that are not power exchange relationships. Mm-hmm. We have romantic interests that do not include a um, top bottom or a or a right. uh, master slave dynamic to it, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of interesting. And, and it just adds a different 
complexity to this. So, yeah, interesting question. And I will tell our little audience members that while you were asking me that question, the look mm-hmm. on your face was, oh, God, I hope he doesn't say yes. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Is it my turn? Yes, it's your okay. turn. Do you prefer <laughs> cool leather and boot weather or hot and sticky, hot, kinky sex? Wait a minute. It's, <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Did I actually screw that question I up or what? I think so. There, there's a, a comma there that is, do you oh. prefer cool leather and boot weather or hot and sticky, hot, kinky sex? Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I prefer hot and sticky, hot kinky sex. <laughs> Though I like hot kinky sex and cool weather too. <laughs> I'll take hot kinky sex too. Yes. 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 Okay. Well, that one was easy. That was a strange question. That was a but... strange question, but <laughs> a lot easier to answer than some of the others. All right. Well, let's move on then. Okay. Um, where are we at? Do we just have one more? I have an extra one on mine. Okay, well, let's ask this one that I have then. Mm-hmm. This came through on Twitter. Okay. And um, I was going to answer her by email and then decided, now nah, we'll just answer it on air and told her to listen to the next podcast. And the question is, am I a bad slave because I'm not Polly? To be honest, I find this question... Uh, it's a completely valid question. It's valid. a legitimate question. But mm-hmm. the question itself, that the person has to ask this question, I, I find a little frustrating, even kind of makes me a little angry. Mm-hmm. And not because it's a, because of the question itself, right. but because something tells me that they are getting this information that they are being questioned, that maybe they're a bad slave because they're not Polly. You and I are Polly. Right. Many of our... Friends, many people, members of House Meta mm-hmm. are not poly. And there's absolutely nothing in the MS dynamic that requires you to be poly. Many people prefer a monogamous, a single master, single slave situation, and that is wonderful. And if that fulfills you, then it is the right thing to do. There's absolutely nothing at all that says you have to feel comfortable sharing. You have to feel comfortable in a polyamorous situation, you know, and it's very difficult to do. Some people find that their foundation is in polyamory. Some people find their foundation is in monogamy. And then you, there's even these interesting situations where one partner's polyamorous and the other partner's monogamous. Or that they start out monogamous and then find out they are poly or vice versa or any combination thereof. So when I saw this question, it's like, uh uh-oh, I had two thoughts run through my mind. Okay. And one is, have we done a disservice by talking so much about poly with MS? Mm -hmm. But I feel like we try to balance that with doing the disclaimer up front. This is who we are. This is not who everybody is. And bringing in monogamous people to talk about, you know, their lifestyle as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we started out... We started out thinking that maybe we were poly because of our past actions and thoughts and that we wanted to try it, but we started out monogamous, you know, and most of our friends at that time were monogamous. You know, it was very much um, a master being possessive 
you know, in a good way, mm -hmm. you know, he, he just wanted the, or she wanted the one-on-one -on -one with their partner and found it very fulfilling. So, you know, in some communities, poly isn't even looked at as an option mm -hmm. with MS. Yep. It's and only recently, it feels like anyway. And it's very interesting to think that, you know, also these definitions are pretty flexible. Mm -hmm. You know, just because uh, we have, I remember one set of friends that we have where um, they're allowed to play with other people, but they're not allowed to mouth kiss. Mm -hmm. uh, another couple we know, as long as there's no emotional attachment, they can play with whoever they want to. Right. With another couple, it's no play, no emotions, no kissing, no nothing with anyone else. Mm hmm. And many of these, and all these, and all these situations that I'm describing, these people all consider themselves monogamous. Right. So very interesting the way that people view what they want out of their life mm -hmm. and build a structure, and then come back and find some words to describe it. Right. Don't don't get stuck on those titles. And anytime, anytime you start off with, "Am I a bad slave?" because the answer is no. Exactly. You are who you are mm -hmm. and that you are a good person. And if someone is not the right match for you because they're someone else, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's certainly nothing wrong with you. Exactly. So, I mean, like I said, I, I saw that and am I a bad slave because I'm not Polly, you know? Part of me saying, whoa, slave and Polly don't need to be in the same sentence. Um... If you're not poly and you can state, I am not poly, kudos. You've got, you're on the first step of knowing who you are. So, Dawn. Yes? And this might be a new question, uh -oh. or, but it is related. Okay. If you and I are together in mm -hmm. an in intimate situation. Yes. And there's <laughs> perhaps two other people watching. <laughs> and I grab said one person's perhaps a, uh, a female person, and I grab her face and I shove it between your legs, and I grab the male person and I shove him behind said female so that every time he thrusts, her face gets smashed deeper into your pussy. Yay. Where is this going? <laughs> Does that make you polyamorous? Oh. You were having such fun with this I question. I was having such fun until you asked me to define a label. Um, no, it doesn't make you polyamorous. It makes you naughty. I don't think so. It makes you naughty. Yeah, you could use... Maybe you are polyamorous, and this is something that you happen to be doing. Maybe you're a swinger. Maybe you're... You know, yeah, it's just naughty fun. <laughs> Consensual naughty fun. <laughs> okay, we have one last question. Okay. And uh, are you ready? Yes. The question is, how big is your cock? How big is my cock? I'm just reading the question, lady. Unzip, please. Oh, I guess that's not mine. <laughs> it's kind of mine. Oh, hell no. <laughs> this is my cock. And well, I share it when you're being good. Okay. So, actually, I do have a cock, and it's still a virgin, and it's still in its bag that I bought it in three years ago. <laughs> does it fit? What do you mean, does it fit? I don't know. I haven't tried it. It's a virgin. It comes with a little harness and everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> All right. Well, first off, understand I would uh, love for you to deflower your virgin cock in a bag. Me too. Me too. Except for if you're looking at me. No, Good. I wouldn't do that. I, that is not my particular, although we know many people that enjoy that. It's not one of the things that I enjoy. Why is it, do you think, that you don't have anyone to stick your cock in? 
I don't know. Maybe because nobody knows I have it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now I, they do. Again, that email address is Dan and Don <laughs> at bigfuckingcock.com. <laughs> next week i really don't know it's gonna be a surprise yes bye don bye dan yay bike ride and then format um sure you want to it, it's up to you baby I'm, I'm, i need to know what you need occurred on Erotic Awakening, Free by White Knight, Strawberry Jam by Jerry Bradley, and Wanda by 31D1 is provided from the Podshow Podsafe Network. More information can be found at music.podshow.com. <laughs>